Welcome to the show. This is The Jam. Hello and welcome to The Jab, another exciting episode of uh, me and Mark just, you know, talking words and stuff. Hi Mark, how are you? I'm great, thanks Rob. Yeah, uh, as you said there, just chatting words and things that come to our mind, you know. I hope no one tries to fact check us because, um, yeah, we would be in some serious trouble. Yeah, we would, we would, yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, why would you, why would you do that? You just sort of take our word as fact and, you know... You'll live your life in a better sort of, you know, haze-filled way where you don't really know what's real and what's not. Oh, definitely. That's it. You know, back in the olden days, you just took whatever the guy at the post office said as gospel. No need to check him, you know, what his facts are and what his background is. Trusted member. He's one of those people that gets to sign off on your passport. And if that's good enough for the UK government, well, it's good enough for me. Exactly. You know... You just, uh, it, it, that's why, you know, the whole thing with the whole COVID thing, which um, which is over here, you know, it's over um, in this country, by the way, so it's not even a thing anymore. And, you know, it's just a lot of people like my mate Dave said that, uh, that it, you know, it's all hoax, it's all down the phone wires and that, and, um, you know, we should all just, you know, go out and lick each other. So, I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't you believe that? <laughs> is that what the government's mandate in there? Go out and lick each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you know, that's safe now. We should have done what we should have been doing this all along, and we just didn't realise that licking each other is the way forward. Oh, okay, so we're basically at the we're at the chickenpox stage, right? It's like better you get it now than later, kind of thing. Yeah, a little, a little love lick. A little love lick. Well, you know, whatever you do on your weekends, mate, is uh, is your business. But. Um, Speaking of your weekends, how's things going? What have you been up to? Oh, well, it's been a bit of a mixed bag this uh, the last, well, I don't know, six weeks or so. But, uh, yeah, um, well, uh, well, one good thing that happened was that um, it was uh, Danielle's birthday. So I decided to go all out and take her on a, a, a surprise weekend. Um, doing all sorts of different stuff. So um, she hadn't. She had, yes, I know. She had no idea. So I thought I'd go. I think I've probably went a bit overboard and and maybe st- standard a bit too high. But what can you do? What can you do? Oh, okay. Well, you know, you uh, got to show her how you feel. You know, go big or go home, as they say. That's what she said. <laughs> well, exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, so we started off. She had no, obviously, no idea. Didn't tell her anything. And we went to got on the train. So she guessed we'd go to London because the destination was London, so that that supported that one. And I nearly blew it actually uh, when we were sat in the car waiting to go. I said, "Oh, have you got?" Because um, I said, "Oh, you've got a face mask because you need it on the tube." And I went, "Oh!" But because I'd already planned the fact that I'd, um, I said, "Well, maybe I could be saying something, but I'm just throwing off the scent." She didn't believe me. She was like, "No, I think that was just a lie." I was like, "Ha ha!" <laughs> so I I put in the groundwork work. So. I uh, I got away with that one. She really didn't believe that I slipped up there. Oh, well, that's it. You always got to use protection, you know, especially on the love train. <laughs> very see, very great great advice. Who needs doctors when you got us? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, got to London. Um, so, we got to London, went down to the old embankment and just went for a bit of sightseeing to the old Big Ben, you know. I don't think it's been a long time since yeah. she's been to London and done that sort of thing. They went a little wander down. Have they still got the scaffolding up around Big Ben? What's going on there with Big Ben's big makeover? Uh, yeah, so the actual clock faces are done. They look, I mean, they almost look out of place because they all look golden and all shiny. And then oh, they've yeah. still got the scaffolding oh, okay. around the... They haven't replaced it with a digital... It's not like a giant Casio watch, is it? We haven't gone that far yet. Not quite. Uh, but the clock faces don't actually okay. work yet. So they're, all, they're all saying different times. And uh, but they look so shiny and new. I mean, they look great, but to the rest of the building, looks you know, it, it looks a bit out of place. It's weird. Um, but the, the the actual, it's still got the scaffolding around the shaft, though. That's still being still being done. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Yeah, it's still censoring. I mean, it, that that's probably what a lot of people might have thought initially. You know, especially some of the older generation, they probably thought that uh, they were just trying to censor it. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, they they try to censor it, but you can't really. You know, I know it looks like a big, you know, penis trying to uh, stab the sky, <laughs> but it, you know, you can't you can't hide it forever. I mean, you know, you've got to. Um, I mean, you, you can hide the shaft all you want, but it's still going to be there. Free Big Ben. Hashtag Free Big Ben. <laughs> yes, there we go. There's our new thing. 
God. Oh, Big I'll Ben. I'll get the stickers made up. Did you know the Big Ben is the bell, not the actual clock? Oh, it's the bell end. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it's not. It's, it's not the whole cock. It's just the bell. The end. bell end is free. It's just a shaft that is being, you know, shackled. Help cat how <laughs> shackled. It's in a chastity belt of of uh, of the making of you know the construction consortium of London. Oh, mate, it's 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 disgraceful, really. I, I you know, the poor thing. It's, it only wants to, just wants to be free. To stand direct. It does. <laughs> to stand proud. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I sidetracked you there. As you were saying before we went on to all of the phallic imagery that is Big Ben, um, do carry on. Okay, well, then we walked on to like, St James's Park down to Buckingham Palace and saw some guards doing some tr- drills, drilling or something, I don't know. Some tricks? Yeah. Tricks like a magician? Like uh, a yeah, just sort of a dove came out of his, his uh, uniform. It was really impressive and... I don't think the devil's alive, though. Very awkward. No. Mm. It is hard to keep them alive for that long. You know, <laughs> the, the time changing of the guard, you know, it's... Uh, they're out there for a while, so... Yeah, poor bangers. Um, but anyway, we went to Buckingham Palace and had a little wander around there. That was nice. And then I walked down the old mall, whatever it's called, and then down to... And we had a, little, we had a, we had a, a drink. And then I had to try and kill some time, you see, because... Little did Daniel know we were going to see a show, you see. Ah. But before that, we're going to go for dinner. But I, we just went for a wander. And what I'd organised was for her daughter to meet us at TGI Fridays in Leicester Square. Oh, very nice. But, but she was running a bit late and the thing was, um, uh, you know, I had to kill some time. So we had a wander around, went around sort of like uh, Covered Garden. And then we saw, yeah, it was, you know, yeah. uh, that was cool. So I managed to kill a lot of time. And then we finally sort of walked past uh, down Chinatown, um, and I was, you know, doing my best to just kill some time. But she did. Luckily, she she wasn't asking any questions or anything. She just went with it. So, um, and then I yeah. just sort of pushed her into the queue of TGI Fridays. Got there, and they even said, "Oh, table for three. I went, "Yeah," and she didn't even notice. So that, that I still managed to get oh, away with okay. it. Okay. So we got in there. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. And well done for um, for you know the universe there tried to tried to ruin your ruse, but uh, you pulled it back. <laughs> I did. I Rob did. one universe zero. Oh yeah. And uh, so we got in there, sat down. But obviously, I had to say that we're waiting for someone else. So unfortunately, because they wanted to take our order. And then she's like, "What? Someone else?" But she just didn't twig that it was going to be her daughter. And then Jamie finally turned up, and that was so that was surprise went down. She was like, "Oh, you know, it was it was a great." Uh, it was a great surprise. It worked out perfectly. So we had some dinner, and that was all good. Good. And then we then we walked out to the next thing, and we were walking down the Strand, and there was all these different sort of displays for different shows and that. And I saw, and I was trying to distract her because I was. We were going to see. Um, it's called Six. It's about Henry the Eighth's wives. Oh, okay. It's from their perspective, though. Right. Oh, it's a it's a Me Too, but you know, Edwardian. <laughs> yeah, basically, and um, so we're walking down. There's a big, big sign saying six, with you know all lit up and everything. So I was thinking, oh god. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh look, there's Pretty Woman musical and distracting and stuff. And then her daughter was doing the same, and so it worked perfect. And I just sort of pushed, turned her, pushed her into the queue for uh, for um, six, <laughs> and uh, she was yeah very, very surprised. She was uh, pleasantly surprised and shocked. She was like, she really wanted to see this musical. So. Uh, yeah, it nice. was uh, so it was a really good reaction. Um, it was a sort of like oh my god kind of thing. So that was good. Yeah, so that was worth That's it. Nice. That's yeah. cool. And, and do you know what? Um, I'm not really a, I'm not really a musical guy. Um, well, I'm not really one for musicals. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't know what to expect. But this this show was actually more like going to see a Beyonce gig or something. Oh it really? Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cirque du Soleil meets, um, meets, you know, a hairspray or something. <laughs> well, it is, it's so they had all female, obviously six women, and they're all singing, and then they had a female band as well, a very small little stage, really cool lights and stuff, though, but it was right smack in your face kind of music. It was, um, and it was actually, yeah, it was very entertaining. It was very, very surprising, and uh, it was funny, um, and it was a little bit, you know, dirty as well. And oh, yeah, a yeah. bit raunchy. Oh, well, bit raunchy. you know, that, uh, the British public do love a good titillation. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. But no, it was funny. It was, it was great. And it was, um, it was only like an hour and 20 minutes long. So you weren't sitting there for two hours of them going, singing and doing jazz hands or any of that rubbish. And it yeah, was, uh, right. Okay. 
It was really good. It was like going to see a gig. And um, nice. actually, very entertaining. So, but the main thing is that uh, Danielle and her daughter loved it. And, you know, even mm. I managed to enjoy it. So that, that was a nice little bonus. Um, good. Yeah, so, no, yeah, that's good. Well, I was going to say, with musicals, um, yeah, like I think the last thing I watched I didn't go see, but was that Hamilton because everyone was raving about it. But I don't know, it just it did go on a bit too long, really. And I don't know about, so with this one that you saw, was it more um, song after song or was it like, you know, some actual dialogue and, and stuff in between the musical like numbers? No, it was more song after song. It was very, you know... Okay. Yeah, it was n- not much going on with regards to... They, the chat was sort of very minimal, um, but they just sort right. of cracked on with each song, yeah. So it was none of that right. sort of... Fair enough. Yeah, I, um, Dan and her daughter, they they love um, they love Hammond. They, that's not their favourite oh, one. Oh, OK. Gone, well, yeah, so. that's it. Well, maybe I'm the wrong audience. Um, yes. But yeah, no, I was just curious because, uh, yeah, I mean, Hamilton, uh, it is impressive, but... Um, yeah, I was just surprised. Like, I think when I thought musicals, I was thinking of maybe musical movies like, uh, you know, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the classics, you know, Oliver Twist, where there was, I guess, a bit of dialogue in between. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's very impressive to be able to jump from one song straight into the next, you know. Exactly. And that's why, um, yeah, I think that's why it was more, you know, it was definitely able to enjoy it more because there was none of that sort of, yeah. They sort of, yeah, it was just song after song, like a, like a gig, you know, it was, there was no messing about. Yeah. And it, yeah, so it was really good. So, but you know, the main thing is they enjoyed it. They loved it. It was really funny. And um, uh, on yeah, with the so. next or off with the head. I hear yeah, it was, it was. No, it was good. It was a decent, uh, decent show. And um, so that was, that went really well. So then we went back home uh, on the Friday. And then on the Saturday, um, people that I, um, that I live with currently, they, have a place in Southampton, mm. and they were kind enough to let lend it to me, so to let me stay there. Ooh. So we drove down to Southampton, and she, again, she had no idea, and so um, we drove there. She still didn't have a clue, and even though we, she knew they had a place in Southampton. Even though you were driving for a while, I guess, because <laughs> how long was the drive? Uh, drive was about an hour. Well, probably about an hour, just about. So. Wasn't that long, um, but she luckily she didn't really. Just like, we'll, we'll just pop out. Just got to go do a quick Asda run, and uh, <laughs> yeah. she was none the wiser an hour and exactly. a half later. <laughs> exactly. Luckily, she didn't. Um, she wasn't. She sort of went with it. She didn't really think too much about it, and uh, yeah. she kind of forgot that they had a place there. I think she didn't really think too much of it. And then, um, so we got there, walked in, and then she saw some photos in there that they had, and so then she realised. But it was a beautiful, beautiful place, and. Um, so I said to her, oh, you know, if you, what do you want to do? Do you want to go and see some stuff around Southampton? Do you want to go to the Isle of Wight for the day and stuff? So, so we chose the Isle of Wight. Ah. I went to see Green, Queen Victoria's Osborne House on the Isle of Wight. Yeah, Very nice. How long's the ferry over, actually? I've never been to the Isle of Wight. Well, we wanted to get the fast one because it's about 25 minutes, but that wasn't oh, on yeah. for some reason. And then we saw the, the one with all the cars on that takes an hour. Okay, gotcha. So gotcha. Long enough, the really. The fast one. A bit more excitement. Jet, uh, jet boat or whatever. Speedboat, jet boat. Yeah, whatever. it's called the Red Jet, Speedboat all the way. Red Jet. Oh, it was a jet. Yeah. My mistake. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we, we saw it. Actually, it was annoying because when we went there, I, it, we wanted to get that one. But anyway, we got the slow one. But it was fine. And we got to the old Osborne house. And yeah, it was a beautiful house. Like, they'd... Yeah. Very very cool. Lots of um, like massive, like grounds and stuff, and and um, yeah. very very impressive inside. And and then did they, you feel it, like you were on an episode of Dickinson's Real Deal or um, <laughs> Homes Under the Hammer, something like that? Was it? Yeah. I expect there to be a BBC Two film crew ready and waiting. <laughs> it did, it was like that. I don't think we would have fit in though. I think the old riff the riff raff in you see. Um, but there was um, it was ah, very impressive, yes, and the, the guard they have their own private beach and all that sort of stuff. It was, uh, oh, yeah, very cool. So did that, oh, headed back, nice. and then I booked just a place to go. It's really expensive restaurant, um, and Ooh, right. So get get this right. So they go in, you go in the restaurant, and they they show you this. It's like a deli counter, and it's got all the meat, like meat steak, all the steaks and stuff there, and then the fish as well. So yeah. you, you could have a look and see what there is, and. Anyway, sit down and you choose which one you want. And um, so, I ch- so Danielle chose something off the main menu. It was completely her choice. I I said you could have whatever you want. Yeah. And hers hers you know cost like eighteen quid. 
<laughs> right, so I got a steak. Guess how much right. my steak was? Oh, just a steak. Uh, just a steak. Fancy place. I don't know, like, oh, like thirty-two pounds fifty. <laughs> oh nope. No, Ninety-two pounds. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why? Where did it come from? Was it a magical cow? Like, did it grant you wishes? <laughs> I think it's the one from Jack and the Beanstalk where it gave, you know, this, uh, you see, uh, one of those ones course. changed the magic beans. They're very rare. Very, extremely rare. Wow. <laughs> I mean, did you have it rare? How did you have it cooked? Hopefully not well done. No, no, of course not. No, I had medium rare. And uh, it was, oh, I've never had a steak like it. It was absolutely superb. Oh, very nice. So was it, was it one of those Wagyu ones that's been massaged and pampered all its life? Basically. I think it was um, a black a black Angus something, and it was from Japan, I think, or something like that. And oh, uh, well, that he said it was it. the best best um, ribeye steak or whatever it was in the world or something. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, the shipping costs alone on that steak. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've I've been through my fair share of tracking global shipping containers recently, and I can tell you, it's not cheap. So, you got a bargain, I reckon. So yeah, I uh, that was yeah. I mean, we had a little this creamy mashed potato that we got, which is extra, by the way. Oh, and that, that was, was beautiful. Uh, but the um, because I because I've had to go bloody gluten free now. Um, I couldn't have any oh, of the really? desserts. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, I, I tried, ah. tried. We had it gluten free just to see it made a difference. It did. Now, if I have any gluten at all, uh, it's yeah, my body just goes oh, no. Bloody hell! No, no, no. Hovis for you. No, not even best of both. It's out of the mm. question. It's all gone, mate. It's all gone. I have to have gluten free bread now, and I have to have. You know, oh, I may watch it, out oh. for all those other hidden nasties. You know, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? You go, you think bread, but then all of a sudden, you're like pasta, can't have that. Then you're looking at that ice cream for some reason has gluten in it. Yeah. Why? <laughs> How did it get there? No one really knows. Should it be there? That's for the food scientists to, uh, to I mean, decide. Like yeah, crisps and that. Uh, that Crisp is unfortunate. May contain gluten. Why does it claim? Like, it's ridiculous. And then. No, I know. Oh, mate. Even, you know, chock some chocolate and. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's a bloody nightmare. It's everywhere. It's like it's, science. <laughs> it is like science. <laughs> it's uh, surrounded like a cocoon of horrible, horrible regret and and temptation. I know. Oh God, we might have to actually get Jeffrey on that one. He might be able to point us in the direction of some sort of cure. They've got to be working on it, right? Surely, surely you, you, the glue. You would think so, wouldn't be you? Working on that. Top five. Maybe they could get it through the five G airways and cure everyone all at once. Ah. Uh, yeah, now that's thinking, that's thinking. We need to take that to the UN. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So, you know, even I was already fussy with food and now it's just made it, it's almost a cosmic joke now, isn't it, really? <sighs> Bloody hell. Well, I'm sorry to hear that you weren't able to chow down on some sticky toffee pudding, but that steak does sound very nice. Yeah, to be honest, we didn't need any bloody pudding. You know, we didn't need any of that. And we had a cocktails for pudding that's instead and that, you know. Ah, that was, there you so, go. That's yeah, it. That was good. And Welcome no, martini. So, yeah, we're, we're back. We're back to the. Oh, I'm not as classy as James Bond, mate. Bloody hell. I. Uh, and then we <laughs> went back to the went back to the flat and just chilled. And it was just a, yeah, it was a bloody lovely. It was just a lovely, um, oh. lovely weekend, mate. So um, you know, I've uh, I've set the bar a bit high. A bar a bit high there, haven't I? So you have. I mean, what's next? You know, it's going to have to be at least a trip to Bangkok. You know, now Thailand's open. So yeah. maybe that's oh next God. on the cards. Mate, they eat, they eat loads of insects in that. How would I get around that? Yeah, well, look, I mean, there probably won't be a lot of gluten, so there's there's the plus side. You know, oh. they're mainly a rice-based um, kind of diet, aren't they? But yeah, but yeah, you're right. With the insects, it's going to be a lot of crickets, a lot of snake wine. Not really sure how you, you know, even manage that one. Maybe you feed it grapes and then ferment the whole thing. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, but yeah. But you have set the bar very high, so uh, I can't wait to hear what next year has in store. Well, yeah, luck luckily I wasn't around for uh, Valentine's Day, so I got away with that one. Oh yeah, yeah, I think you, I think you sort of did both, really. I mean, you definitely pushed the boat out with that one. So, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I mean, if I was there, I would let you off. But you know, that's me. I'm just <laughs> such a lovely guy. <laughs> no, it was good. She got me some chocolate and a lovely card, so that was quite nice. 
very nice. Yeah, very nice. so but you know it all went really well. So, well, so what happened with you, Mark? What's been going on? Are, you know, if you, how's the uh, how's the move looking? Well, I'm coming to you live from a mostly empty room. So yeah, it's going. <laughs> You're sitting in good, a canoe, uh, a deck chair in a canoe. Yeah, sitting in a. That's it. It's just, yeah, the sort of weird detritus that you have left over after digging things out of a cupboard, you know, just an old lamp that doesn't actually work and you're not really sure why you're holding on to it. And, uh, you know, a couple of plants that no longer have their normal places because I've sold all the furniture underneath them. So now they're strewn around like some sort of weird Jurassic Park scenario while I'm trying to grow, uh, grow my own botanic garden. Um, but yeah, it's going pretty good actually. Uh, but one thing that has cropped up, which anyone who's tried to sell anything in recent times, you know, we all used to, we flocked to Gumtree. We used to love Gumtree, didn't we? It was the staple of how to get rid of that random junk you had laying around. But now it's all about Facebook marketplace, you see. And, you know, I feel like with, with Gumtree, you had a purpose, you know, you, you, you went in, you made an account, you downloaded the app because you were there to either buy or sell something. But with the Facebook Marketplace, it's just kind of this its this new pastime, really. So people just sort of jump on there and sort of haphazardly, you know, see something that they might want. You know, it's a bit like uh, late-night shopping in the late 90s, getting a bit drunk and then calling up that, you know, that number and getting a eight-month supply of self-help videos that you don't really need. Um, so, yeah, people are, you know, they'll... they'll reply to you if you posted something obviously and it's always the automatic reply lazy because it has the old uh, hi is this still available um, <laughs> button that you can press and um, so that's most of them and of course I like to personalize it I like to show that I've I've seen uh, their message so I will actually address them by a name and say yes yes it is available little thumbs up it's a little extra there don't get that in the automated reply um, but still that could be the last interaction I've had with them. Or you go right down the line of questioning, what's the size? Put it in the ad, but you know what? I'll tell you again. Uh, you know, how old is it? All that stuff. And then, boom, there comes the killer. Or oh, would you take 40 instead of 80? And it's like, nah. Get that out of the way at the start, mate. I didn't agree to a negotiation. So, yeah, there's a lot of that, a lot of that going on. It's become Ooh. a full-time job. Sounds very um, so, frustrating, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, you know, it's, yes. all the information's in the bloody yes. ad. What are you doing? Why are you wasting my time? You know, you say, oh, well, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was 40 quid. No, when the price is 80 quid, you neither like it or not, but no, go away. Yeah, that's it, pretty much. Um, everyone thinks they're a Dell boy on there, I reckon. That's that's the thing. And, um, you know, go $10, $10 under, you know, whatever, or £10 under. But, yeah, I mean, look, if you're dropping it by half, you're already getting a bargain. I'm already selling it for less than wholesale price, you know. So, yeah, it's um, it's interesting navigating that, that part of our society, really. It's like a little social experiment every time I open up that little pop-up chat. So... Yeah, yeah, it's been interesting. Navigating the sea of morons. Mm, the psyche of the common people. Mm, maybe you know I've still you know maybe pulp will know what to uh, how to how to deal with these people. Maybe you should put some pulp on and 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 remind yourself what it's like to be a common people. Indeed. Yeah, just run a montage. Just run a montage of me. <laughs> yeah, you trying to sell yourself to that song. Yeah, to that <laughs> song. Yeah. It pretty much, yeah. That would that would be that would probably summarize the last, you know, seven or eight days actually, yeah, of just trying to <laughs> trying to flog stuff on the market, you know. Um but yeah, it's been going all right. Um and then apart from that, um some of the things that we'll we'll be keeping we're gonna be sending over to the UK. Uh with a shipping company called Seven Seas Shipping. So, uh, you know, legit, I think. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It has a little happy logo of like a smiling briefcase. Not that anyone uses briefcases anymore. So I don't know. Actually, in hindsight, maybe they aren't the sort of company you'd want to trust to send stuff over around the world if they haven't updated their logo. They still think we're all carrying around rattan trunks on our propeller planes on our trips to <laughs> Guyana. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, is it only sort of like dodgy, you know, Russian spies or something that has um, briefcases or is it murderers that still use briefcases? Because, you know, 
You know, normal people don't. It's a, yeah, it's either dodgy Russian spies, um, murderers, or um, anyone carrying some sort of assault rifle, like in every action movie where they have this real heavy-duty case. You open it, and most of it's acoustic foam, and then in the middle there's like a tiny handgun. So, yeah, one <laughs> yeah. of those one of those kinds of people. Whatever happens to oh. having a violin case, you know? I mean, that, you know, you could definitely get away with it. Or an umbrella. Gun. Remember the umbrella guy? The umbrella oh, yeah. murderer, or whatever we called him? Umbrella assassin mm, that's that's bloody brilliant yeah. isn't it you because you get you get yourself a shield and you do, 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 and then you fold it up and walk exactly. away exactly it's bloody raining and yeah. in somewhere like london you know i mean if he was wandering around in you know the yukon in the middle of winter or you know downtown bangkok in the dry season would look maybe look a bit out of place but not in london perfect no. disguise no, I mean, you know, I reckon if I was an assassin, it would be the one time I got out with the umbrella gun is the one time where it didn't rain. And he'd be like, oh, what you got an umbrella for? And you go, oh, yeah. well, we are in England, so you never know. Yeah. Uh, um, exactly. Just, you know, exactly. I'd be the worst assassin ever. I'd just fall over everything. Yeah, but maybe that could be your, your thing, you know, like how they pickpocket people in movies and TV shows and probably real life, I don't know. But you sort of trip and then you sort of touch them on the shoulder, subvert their attention and then, you know, sneak into the pocket. So that could work in your favour, you know, if you're, you're tripping over, they come in, they lean in to help you up, bang, dart from the <laughs> Rolex or something or, I don't know, tie, pin, it's, I don't know. I'm not really a, uh, a secret agent. I'll let you fill in the gaps. Well, that's but, what a secret um, agent yeah, would say. Ah, well, I can see that you are wise, and now I will have to kill you. This message is self-destruct. <laughs> Thank you all for listening, and then we'll just play some sort of crazy high-frequency sound that just wipes people's minds. <laughs> Well, I could be the clumsy killer, couldn't I? The cl- <laughs> oh, yeah, the clumsy, c- clueless killer. Mm. Uh, the clumsy killer, the klutz killer. The klutz, yeah. Klutz, <laughs> klutz, yeah. Mm, the sort of, yeah, I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to flesh out your persona. Some sort of German... Maybe you're a German <laughs> oboe player. And uh, that's <laughs> yes. your weapon of choice. And you shoot a little dart out of your oboe. But you only do it after you've sort of haphazardly fallen through the rest of the orchestra to cause a commotion. Until, and then you hit your target. Yeah, that's a great... Claim is it Klaus the Klutz. Uh, Klaus the Klutz. Uh, he's the Klaus, Klaus the Klutz killer. <gasps> there we go, mate. It's the KKK. Oh, Klaus the Klutz killer. Oh. Oh, oh well, that's oh, awkward. Dear. Oh, dear. Um, um, well, maybe, maybe not. Whilst he's in clogs, 4Ks oh. completely nullifies it. Nullifies it. <laughs> well, that was a good save. Thank you. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> nah, that's all right. Klutz the clueless, clumsy clog killer. Killer clogs. <laughs> Moving on swiftly away from um, genocide and oppression. And... <laughs> Just straight up murder. Um <laughs> So what else? What yes, else? well, obviously, uh, well, the only downside, obviously, the big downside for me this been So unfortunately, we had to have my my dad's funeral this uh, recently. So that was a bit of a, a bit of a sad ah, time. Yes. So um, yeah, so we, you know, it was. Um, but it all went bit, well. It went well. So yeah, we did give him a good send off, and you know, because it was all a bit sudden and. Uh, yeah. So then we, yeah. So we did that, and it was, pretty, you know, t- as you imagine, tough to get through it. But we all we all managed to get ourselves through it, and it was, you know, everyone was, you yeah. know, people were great, you know, friends and family were fantastic. So you know, you know, everyone was supportive and great. So that was that was really good to see that everyone pulled together when they when they needed to, and uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we gave them a good send off, and you know, we um yeah we sort of had um a sort of like a. We didn't want to call it away because it was more of a sort of celebration memorial thing after. Went to this pub near my parents' house and yeah, uh, yeah we got suitably pissed and, and all sort of shared memories and stuff, as you know, as you'd expect from that. So it was, yeah. And um, it was a nice touch because he's, um, yeah. he's like a Sunderland fan and they that mad for it from that, that side of the, that part of the world. So we all wore Sunderland shirts and even people nice. that, you know, don't support Sunderland wore Sunderland shirts and stuff. So that was a really nice touch. 
So um, and oh, and one thing that was yeah, amazing actually is um, three of my friends, Nick, Paul, and James. They they surprised me with a um, they bought me a Sunderland shirt, and on the back it said Dad on the back, and put and he's fifty six is when he's born. So that was a really really amazing oh, gesture. That's nice. Mm, yeah, so I think it's worth mentioning. Like you know what I mean? People doing stuff like that. Absolutely, yeah. Really, I, I really for once in my life I was speechless when they gave that to me. I really didn't know what to say. Um, it was yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful gesture. So um, yeah, that's got to be recognised, I think. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, you know. those like you say that. Um, well, that's something that I'm sure a lot of people have had to do over the past year or so as well, given mm. um, COVID yeah. and everything. So yeah, you yeah. know, these things happen, and uh, we don't shy away from them here at the Jab. No, that's right. It's you know, it's good to talk about these things. I think and. Um, yeah, it's just what happened, you know, and um, yeah, and I've uh, just got to try and sort of actually keep going, you know, um, live with the, with with that sort of, yeah, it's just weird, it's it's going to be weird, but um, everyone seems to be pulling through okay, so that's that's the main thing, and uh, we did the best we could with the, you know, giving them a good send-off, so I don't think we could have done any more in that respect, so, so yeah, so, uh, but you know. Nice. Yeah, but talking of uh, sort of disasters, let's talk about the Winter Olympics. Yes, right. Have what have you seen of the Winter Olympics? Well, I've seen some of it, but obviously I've seen a lot of um, a lot. Of, oh well, uh, the a lot of the bad sort of press that there's some of the the, the um, I saw that uh, the uh, did you see that uh, reporter who was just trying to report the I think it was the Bob's. I I didn't actually see that, but I did get told about that, and I was thinking, yeah, it, well. They're obviously always insisting that, um, you know, things are normal and there is no such thing as censorship there. But, yeah, when you capture it live like that, I don't know what they're... Did they ever come out with, like, an excuse or anything or what their no. reasoning was? I'm assuming it would probably be something like, oh, it was for your safety. You were in the way of something or, I don't know, probably I can imagine that's sort of the thing they would have come up with. Yeah, I don't really know what... Because he literally they did that and then he went and then straight after he got sort of pushed it to one side and he went back and just finished his broadcast i don't really know it was just completely random i i didn't know what their excuse right. was but he must i mean it's not like he was or saying you they, know did he finish his broadcast uh, yeah i think he, he did later on he went you know he, he he went back and then carried it on so uh i i, right. I, I mean less well unless they put in a double you know body double Well, deep fakes, mate, you know, that's it. You know, he disappeared into one of Mr. Creedy's black bags, cut to the B-roll, <laughs> we've got him digitally simulated, much like uh, that tennis chick who went missing a couple of months back, eh? Apparently it's all it's all good now, but, you know, who's to say that she isn't an avatar? You know, oh, they have the tech. They, they have do. The tech. It's scary, man. They They don't let you think of anything. You can't think about, you can't think or say anything that's... It seems pretty scary. Like they were saying that athletes don't take your own phones, take a burner phone without internet on it because they'll just, you know, because wow. they will, they spy, you know, it's crazy the amount of control there. I, if it's, um, it is very um, V Vendetta, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, well, I was going to say that, uh, yeah, because each of the, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Each of the athletes were given a small little mascot, weren't they? Like when they won. And I was just thinking, there's got to be a bug in each of those, right? Like, oh, yeah, take this. Take this back home to your country and, you know, go and have interviews of your officials. And I um, bet you anything, there's going to be some random scandal or something will come out. Some bugger drops one of them and out falls a recording device or some sort of random thing like that, I can imagine. Yeah, you wouldn't put it past them, would you, really? Because they are full-on paranoid, aren't they? You know, they yeah, control everything. It. It's it. crazy. Um, they've seen I mean, I like the... you, but I don't trust you. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, think, um, I mean, Alan Partridge had it right. Aha! He did, he did. And I think, wasn't there like the... It, it, I saw a picture, it looked like the ski slope, the um, where they do the ski jumps and that. Was literally just next to a power station or something in a car park. Is that was that a real photo? Probably. I say probably just because some of the stuff I've seen and been watching it. A lot of the so the other thing that came out is that ninety percent of the snow was all generated by snow machines. So there's actually not really been any actual real snow. So yeah, a lot of the slopes are yeah, you know they're they're just bare um, in the in the mountain area where they are and stuff. And you see like an aerial view, and it's just sort of the specific carved out 
tracks that they're going to have to run that have obviously just been you know generated using snow machines and the other thing about the whole like fake snow versus real snow is that yeah the fake snow essentially is just ice so when you're trying to actually ski or snowboard on it it's just yeah rock solid doesn't behave the same way and of course if you come off it's that little bit more painful i know i know Oh my goodness me! Well, I mean, why? How could they? They must have known they were going to do this. And they still yeah. didn't shine at the Olympics. Yeah, it's I know. Just, well, that's the thing. It's mental, um, isn't in it? terms of the whole green credentials, you know, it's not very green to be manufacturing all that snow, and it takes a lot of power. So yeah, maybe, um, maybe something now in the future, given obviously, you know, the way everything's going climate change etc cetera, etc cetera. maybe they will take into into account is you know it's like giving rio or something the winter olympics you wouldn't do that would you you would you just wouldn't do that you know so or saudi arabia <laughs> no. but who knows i'm sure at some no. point they'll oh, they've got enough money they'll put a bid in and looks like we're all sand skiing yeah. Well, I mean, look at the the football. Oh yeah, all the world game as it's now being called here in Australia for some reason. The world game. The world Here's game. Here's the latest in the world game. Yeah, I don't know. It's bizarre. Well, um, yeah, that's uh, so. They go to Qatar, and I mean, Qatar doesn't even have you know their football league. It must the, the people who actually want to watch football is just. I mean, there's hardly any people to bother. I mean, there was they did um like a a mini sort of tournament there, and there was no one there. They had to try and give the tickets away, and you know, go in there. It's a very culture. It's completely different culturally to imagine a load of English going over there. They're all going to get arrested. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, they're going to be wanting, demanding their, you know, bacon cheeseburgers and wanting, you know, a, a stack of beer and a, and yeah, just causing a ruckus. Because um, yeah, exactly. You've got to. Watch what you do and say over there. It's probably more so than that poor reporter that got harassed in yeah. Beijing. Well, exactly, but they've had to... They've basically had to build all these 10 brand-new stadiums, and apparently originally they were all going to have air conditioning because of this. it was going to have in the summer right. it was with 50-degree heat. <laughs> oh, that's hot. That's hot. But now, in the first time ever, they're doing the... They're doing the World Cup in the winter, where it's going to be sort of more like twenty-six sort of degrees, thirty degrees. Okay. So, mm. um, so that everyone's everyone's seasons has to be completely, um, you know, changed because obviously they've they've all FIFA have just taken all the money. They've just they've gone, yeah, just give us, you know, we'll, yeah. They've obviously have taken bribes and stuff like that, and they've given Qatar the World Cup. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. but there's no football in Qatar. It's not like it's a big football nation. It's just it's just absolutely obscene. They're throwing all this money at it, building all these stadiums, and you hear all these, you know, these people that are working there, trapped there, they can't leave and things like that. It just sounds like an utter nightmare. Yeah, yeah, like all the random slave labour. Yeah, well, that's the going back to the Winter Olympics. You know, some of the athletes have been reporting on just the general, yeah, like conditions there and the sort of food and everything that they're being given. And it's just, yeah, abysmal, appalling, mate. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it's just um, a shambles. That, isn't it? Yeah, people... like they've been given years and years and years to prepare for this stuff. And yeah, like how do you get it so wrong? I mean, even Tokyo last year, you know, they had a lot that they you know, the whole COVID thing and everything that to, you know, navigate through. But, I mean, that was generally fairly successful as far as, like, you know, the actual Olympics goes. Obviously not for spectators and No, such, they did but, a really good know. job, actually, because they didn't have to delay it. Pull yeah. your socks up, China, <laughs> if you even wear yeah, any. I mean, you know, Japan's, you know, tiny, tiny little country compared to China. And they, had, they, they must have lost so much money doing that with no fans. It must have been ridiculous. And then uh, they still managed to make it amazing because, yeah. But, I mean, the Chinese Olympics, apparently they've not even had any hot food, no crisps, no nuts, nothing. What a joke. Not even crisps. Bloody hell. Outrage. Not even a bag of ready-salted, The you know, the boring ones. Yeah, ex exactly. You know, well, I mean, we want our what's-its. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want our what's uh, You're right. I bet you could get that trending, actually. We want our what's-its. Hashtag Winter Olympics. Hashtag Winter Watsits. <laughs> winter Watsits. Winter Watsits. What yeah, the exotic crisps. Skips. <laughs> Watsits. Quavers. The sort of vaguely puffed air things. We're not sure what they're made out of, but we bloody love them. Oh, do you know what? Quavers, they brought back the salt and vinegar. Oh, have they? They brought back the salt and vinegar quavers, mate. It's uh, it's just made my... It's, the gear has just suddenly got better, Ooh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. well, I, this is the thing. I can't wait to get back and, you know... 
you know, get ingrained and relish all of the uh, the random goods and confectionaries that we have in our weird and wonderful blighty. Yes. Well, you know, if there's any reason to come back, it's bloody salt vinegar quavers, all right? That's the only reason you need. Yes, that's that's what the people need in this time of uncertainty. Qua- salt and vinegar quavers. <laughs> Ah, well, you know, you know, you know what's uncertain is. Have you heard about the place called Ukraine? Ukraine, Ukraine. Is that some sort of like crane rental company? (laughs) Ukraine. Oh yeah, you could use the crane yourself. Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a yeah, uh, you hire it, use it for the weekend, drop it back. Hopefully, there's no damage and you don't have to pay (laughs) on the insurance. But carry on, Ukraine. Well, have you heard? There's. uh, we got World War Three is uh, is imminent, oh you know. Oh my God! I know. If it's not the Chinese, it's the bloody Russians. Oh, I mean, we really are back in an '80s situation here, aren't we? Get ready for the big hair, the synth music. Just bring it all back, you know. Why are we bringing back the worst parts <laughs> of the 1980s? You know, it's like saying, "Oh, great, Reagan's now back as president." You know, we've off, we've kicked Biden out. Mm-hmm. We're back at war with Russia. Reagan's in. Sit down, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, they're all they're they're, they're, they're they're all sort of just hanging out on the border, aren't they? Going, oh, and like just sort of teasing and saying, we're going to come in and we're going to we're going to you know they're sort of like the the wolf and the three pigs, isn't it? It's going to pretty much I'll huff and puff and blow your house down and yeah, and uh, you know. Oh, but don't worry though, don't worry because Boris Johnson went out of there to save it all. Ah, good old Boris. He went over there and he was like, "Just leave, leave them alone, okay? Just, 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 just leave them alone, because otherwise we'll, we'll send you a strongly worded email." <laughs> yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? It'd be like, "Well, you're not getting the good biscuits at Christmas, you know. We're going to be taking away your, uh, take away your, your days at the the golf retreat when you come over and visit in Scotland, you know. That's it. We're putting you on the back footing now, Putin." Um, yeah, well, that's it. Good old Boris and his sultry tones and, you know, whispering sweet nothings, really, though, isn't he, to to Putin? Because, you know, I reckon behind the scenes, they're probably busy mates. It's all just a bit of a show. I'm sure the real reason is that, yeah, someone did get the, the shitty Christmas present, you know, like two months ago. And, um, yeah, old, old Putin, you know, he ain't happy about it. He's like, well, you give him Macron or, you know, a brand new iPad. And old Putin just ended up with a pair of fucking, you know, Union Jack socks. Not on, really, is it? It's not. It's not. Or maybe, maybe, maybe they're on the border going. We want our salt and vinegar quavers. Oh, that, that could be the real. That could be the real underlying issue here. You know, that's it. They've seen what's happening in uh, in the West, and they're not. You know, they're not having it. Like you say, they deserve to be treated like everyone else. Give them their quavers. Hashtag Kiev quavers. We yeah. <laughs> oh my imagine chicken kiev flavored oh, quavers chi- oh well that might be the thing that we need to unite them that i mean look if you're listening whoever owns walkers or uh you know knickknacks or all the other ones you know now's your time step up do what's right for for the you know for europe for your country and get them those quavers knickknack probably won't give it a bone give us our fucking chicken kiev quavers um, but yeah, I was. G- you slag. I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, it's interesting though. Um, all this Ukraine stuff, because is it, uh, you know, as bad as they say? Gonna play the old devil's advocate here. Is it as bad as they say, or is it just you know the West kind of hyping up a bit? You know, because the other day I saw a headline saying, uh, you know, war is imminent. Uh, it's moments away. And then the next day there was a headline saying it's at 80%, as if it's like loading a video game. It's like, we're at 80% (laughs) war, you know. Um, Maybe we would have got there quicker if we had better bandwidth, who knows. But, um, yeah, so it's interesting to see if it's just a hype. And, you know, is it good old uh, Boris needing a distraction from all of his, you know, all of his raunchy parties and the old naughty nose powder over, over Christmas and, you know, the investigation with the Met and old Sue Gray, you know, he's he's really been um, under the spotlight, and it's nice and convenient, isn't it? A war, it kind of shifts uh, shifts the reporters and and all the focus somewhere else. So, yeah, it's interesting if yeah, 
if it is as bad as they say. Because, you know, I mean, like we, what, we were told that they were going to be withdrawing uh, and that's, you know, a good headline. Well, not a good headline if you're a reporter, I guess, because then you've got nothing to write about. And then, of course, the next headline is, it's not appearing as if though they're withdrawing, says US, you know. So I don't know. It's hard to say, isn't it? Because with all of that... Um, well, you know, we've both got nuclear weapons. So, I, yeah, for something to actually happen would be pretty crazy. It, it would be, like you say, Arm, Armageddon, Putageddon. Hashtag Putageddon. <laughs> it would be. And, I, I, you know, I, it's always just it's all this um, posturing and all that bollocks. You yeah, know? definitely. It's sort of, you know, I think, you know, it's kind of like... You know, Boris has gone there as the sort of war contraceptive. Yes. When really, all Europe want them, to, all all Europe want Russia to do is use the pullout method. Yeah, yeah. Well said. <laughs> well said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are listening to the jab. It is like a bottle of Chanel Number no. Five, perfectly decanted in the sun. Enjoy. You have reached message of Vlad. I'm either Badding or Edward. Leave a message as of the dawn. <laughs> hey, this is, yeah, Vlad, I've got the right number this time. Because last time, I don't even know how I call some, some weird um, thing about the vaccine or something. Hey, I just wanted to say, look, for God's sake, old chap, you just call this off. This is absolutely bloody terrible. And, I, I, I know this is all about something trivial, and I just wanted to offer you, and if you guys ever had salt and vinegar quavers, because they are bloody brilliant, and to die for, I gotta say, so I'm going to send a truckload um, over, over to you guys, and I, I want you to uh, uh, hold off until you've tried these, because I tell you what, they are going to change your life. And, uh, and I definitely know that um, it changed mine because, you know, you'll get normal quavers and they're just, you know, cheesy and fine and lovely, lovely, lovely. But then you get salt and vinegar quavers and they absolutely change the world around you. It's like, you know, salt and vinegar, what a combination. It's kind of like, you know... Vlad and Boris, you know, together we can be formidable and make this world a better place. Just like, just, just, just like, you know, uh, 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 so uh, feeling a quavers in there. And I hope you could uh, just, you know, give me a call back and let me know. And, um, you know, just don't be stupid. Just, just hold us off because this is, you know, it's more to life than this, you know, and war and stuff. You know, I mean, so feeling a quavers. Ta-ra! That's, uh, that's all we can hope for, you know. And uh, hopefully, yeah. you know, Ukraine isn't in its in its wake um but yeah uh i completely agree and going on the <laughs> the craziness in ukraine uh it looks like there is a a new dictator a little bit closer to uh mainland us canada mr trudeau have you heard much about Ooh. what's going on over there with the old trucker no. protests no no oh, i heard some something about trucker but do do tell well, so basically it's, again, all back to vaccination, anti-vax and all the rest of it. And so I think it was due around due to the fact that if you were, you know, a truck driver going in between the US and, and Canada, you're basically just going to have to be vaccinated. And that was kind of it, right? They're mandating it. And of course, with, um, with Canada being a bilingual country, you know, being uh, English and French, I feel like the, the French blood has started to course through their veins because they've decided to do what the French do best and protest. And so they've decided to blockade Ottawa and uh, with their trucks and they decided to blockade all of the main transport links and just stopping um, any sort of major infrastructure stuff coming in and out of the country, essentially. Um, but then, in a crazy twist, the Americans get a uh, get a hold of this and they decide to get up to Ottawa for a bit of a freedom party like it's Coachella themselves. So now you've got a whole mix of people there. And, um, yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. And this led to Trudeau having to pull out the Emergencies Act, which essentially is basically saying it's a state of emergency so now he kind of has free reign to do whatever to uh to disperse the people to stop them assembling to stop them from fighting for freedom rob for freedom 
and that's where we're well, at. Freedom isn't free, you know. I mean, it costs that's folks so like you and me. It does. It does. And at what cost, you know? Um, that is well, the question. It's a hefty, hefty fucking fee. I know yeah, that much. And... So, do you know, so this Trudeau guy, bloke, yeah. whatever his name is, he, I thought he was really popular before, wasn't he? And now he's really, really, really sort of taken a nosedive, hasn't he, recently? He has. I mean, look, if it wasn't the blackface that did it, um, I mean, maybe the fact that, you know, we should have all known this was coming, this dictatorship-styled uh, approach from him, because, you know, the moment that he grew a beard, and again, you know, anyone with a beard is inherently more evil. I mean, oh, TV and I, pop culture has taught us that, you know, if in a doppelganger situation, the one with the beard, evil. <laughs> oh, I've given... I should... See, I, I just realised I'm posting my evilness on my face. Yeah, exactly. You're advertising to the world that you're just a little bit untrustworthy. Um, but mm. no, uh, so yeah, that's, that's basically what's been happening over there. And of course, um, again, like I say... Uh, you know, the French do it best. You know, they love a good protest, you know, the old Jean Gillet and everything. So I can only imagine that's um, what has awoken in the Canadians, you know, their, uh, their mixed heritage there. And they've really, you know, vive la revolution. Well, I mean, good for them, standing up for what they believe in. I mean, being forced to do that, I mean, it's, you know, uh, I mean, it's not right, though, is it? It's not really... Yeah, I don't know. French, the well, Macron has done the same as he? He's like Sodja. Sodja, if you're not getting the vaccine, you're not allowed to do anything. So I think so. I mean, yeah, old Macron has. Uh, yeah, he's been quite vocal actually, going back to even the Ukraine stuff. Did you see the um, photo of him and Putin at a table? Oh yeah, they were like, miles away yeah, from miles each other. Apart. They? Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ludicrous. It was like something out of like Austin Powers or something. Oh behave! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. It's just stupid. It's just like proper. I mean, you could put it down to distancing, I guess. But Jesus Christ, like that was that was at least double the, uh, the recommended distance uh, allowance. Surprised you didn't get a megaphone out and go. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Good. Yeah, good old Macron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, anyway, so uh, yeah, Macron, uh, you were saying, yeah, he's uh, he's basically playing the same game, I think, in France, which is, so yeah, it's interesting, isn't it, how the UK has somehow been kind of leading uh, in in the rollback or going back to some sort of normality. It is. It's very. It's sort of yeah. It's a very strange place to be. I mean. You know, they, they, like you say, Boris has gone all like, well, we did vaccinations for anyone, brah. And then like, right, do you know what? We're just going to go, yeah, sod it. We've got to live with it now. Let's yeah. do it. And, and yeah, it's it's weird. that I mean, I think it's all because of all, you know, all their... I mean, I'm not, you know, obviously at some point we've got to try and keep going, living normally. But yeah. I think it's because of all their buddies and all their um, friends that make money from things like construction and all those sort of things and, or, you know... You know, they've got the economy, you know, doing well and that. So they've got to keep it going. Otherwise, yeah. they have a lot of friends that are going to lose a lot of money. That's very true. That's very true. And, um, yeah, well, that's the thing as well, isn't it? Like, I think the the Boris and his parties thing is kind of past now. You know, what, we were waiting for the old Sue Gray report. And then that kind of yeah. came and went, didn't it? And then, um, you we know. We even had that yet. We have, have we had that report yet? I think, we, I think we had it. I'm pretty, I thought we had it and it literally said something like he was unfit or whatever but then it was like the met were then investigating i think and there was some sort of weird oh, yes. thing about how uh oh because that's an ongoing police investigation i think that did somehow sort of affect the old sue gray thing and then now the whole head of the met's been sacked so that's just you know conveniently timed as well isn't it you know um <laughs> that they're no longer in their job anymore um so, you know, if you ask me, there is something afoot. There is something afoot. The other day, also, I saw that they're trying to tell teachers not to take sides and to, to, to teach a balanced approach to things like religion and history and things like that. Oh, really? So they're trying to tell teachers what to do now yeah, and what to say and say, don't have an opinion. Oh, God, a balanced approach to history. <laughs> like, how does that work? I thought it's pretty much like that's what happened. To be like, well, no, no, we're not, we're not too sure. Um, you know, I mean, 
I'm not saying that we set up a slave trade, you know. I mean, maybe it was just um, e-commerce. Yes, yes. Uh, no, that's nuts. Yeah, that's insane. So now they're trying to say, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. I mean, teachers have to put up with enough crap as it is, let alone, you know, now Boris trying to, you know, you've got to take orders from him as in how to run your classroom. Exactly. I mean, well, you just do, yeah, just sneak secretly do what you're not supposed to do and then hope you get away with it. Surely yeah. that's the way to do it. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. I mean, probably. I mean, because, what? I mean, we don't want to end up in one of those situations like a school in Texas where we've got a creationist uh, history book or something in there. It's only two pages long because it was like, God made the earth, dinosaurs weren't real, or slash they were put here to test us, the end. Um, it's very short, very short. Yeah, I mean, ask you know, I mean, it's a nice, nice, easy read at least. True. You know, My favourite's the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> the, fir- the first page is blank, I assume. Oh, of course, of course. And then, uh, then I yeah, the second page is um, just a big, just everything. Yeah, just everything. Yeah, it's uh, not even a flip. <laughs> just... Yeah, it's just not even a flip book. I mean, that would make more sense. No, it's just blank. Then bang, everything. Everything from <laughs> yeah. from an atom to Justin Bieber, boom, all at once. <laughs> oh, see, God's final mistake. Yeah, oh, yeah, that and um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that and Scott Morrison. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that bloody idiot. Well, that's that's interesting actually because um, you know it's all about NATO, isn't it? The Ukraine thing. It's all about how they don't want them to be part yeah. of the North. Atlantic Treaty Organization, I'm assuming the O is, which is, is interesting yeah. because obviously Australia is not in the North Atlantic. And so for whatever reason, of course, you know, we still like to get involved. And uh, so, yeah, old Scott Morrison's been throwing his two cents in the ring um, every now and again. So, you know, they, I mean, they're not even in. Well, they're in Eurovision, mate. And that's, I know. The, that's the biggest tragedy. I know. I don't know who's. Who's like mess that was, or who decided that? But you know, look, I don't believe in many things, but I believe in Eurovision. And you know, you're not in Europe, <laughs> shouldn't be in it. I mean, it's just undermining it. You know, for all all of it's those countries be... that probably still aren't in it yet. You know, I mean, there's at least I'd rather take. Uh, you know, well, I was going to say Georgia. Wait, is it Georgia in it? I can't remember. Those ones, they're okay. But yeah, now Australia, <laughs> nah. Nah. What's next? Exactly. New I mean, Scott... Zealand? <laughs> That's not even a country, surely. That's just an annexation of um, of like any village in England, I think, by the sounds of it. I haven't been there yet, but um, by the sounds of it, it's just a load of <laughs> ageing grey expats from the UK. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's exactly like uh, in England, apart from the south bit where it's got lots of mountains. Mm, um, yes, yeah. The yes, yes, and... Uh, just going back to the Ukraine, I was going to say, um, do you think, though, that the Ukraine... There's got to be some Ukrainians that are all for, uh, you know, Russia coming in. They're probably like, yeah, Putin, he's all right, you know? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But they surely they wouldn't want... I mean, surely... I mean, it depends how... I don't know what it's like to live in Ukraine, but... Yeah, exactly. Surely it's not... Russia just... Surely you wouldn't... No, come maybe on. Maybe not, surely but, you know, not. you've seen the photos. I mean, you're like, you wouldn't want to watch Boris, you know, without a T-shirt on riding a horse oh, through a lake. Point. But, you know, Putin, <laughs> he does right. he does make it look pretty good. I'm sure there's there's got to be someone out there who's just, you know, Russia, come in and, uh, you know, bring greatest... Uh, greatest, you know... Uh, well, so, sorry, I can't even remember what I was going to say. <laughs> but, yeah, you, there's got to be someone out there who's just like, yeah, come on, bring it on, Putin. Give us what you got, you know. Make greatest <laughs> progress to country since the invention of chicken Kiev, you know. Um, Quavers. Yeah. <laughs> Do I just take that sound bite and just insert it randomly throughout this episode? Quavers. <laughs> Quavers. See, it sounds provocative. Could be a good no. uh, good term just for like when something's good, isn't it? Be like, yeah, it's quavers. <laughs> it's Make yeah. it happen. Ah, yeah, <laughs> quavers. Ha <laughs> ha, quavers. See, we've done it. We've Quav- well, what? We should get some free quavers after this. We should, yeah. Please um, send us a, you know, not a lifetime supply, but just send us, you know, a box to try. Uh, We'll record ourselves and put a video on YouTube of us tasting them, and then we will. 
watch that, but then we'll record another video of us watching that video and us reacting to it because that's pretty much how the internet works now. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. That's exactly. it. <laughs> that's where we're at. Well, just like, just like you know, the sensation that is Wordle. Um, what is that? Four contestants, five letters, six guesses, but only one answer. It looks like a doddle, but don't be fooled. The viral word puzzle is now a hit new game show. It's Wordle or die! Go head to head. Two green squares and one yellow, Darren. Are you sure you want to bring the Theosaurus into play? Um, yes. Play for the jackpot and take home the cash. Okay, Jenny, last guess, is it right? <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. Or lose your life. Nice knowing you. Send her to the Wordle Turtle. <laughs> Wordle or Die, Monday to Friday at 7pm on TAT. Oh, sounds like a horrible disease. Um, yeah. Wordle, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, as far as I can tell, um, it's obviously a word-based... Uh, sorry. <clears throat> It's, as far as I can tell, it's obviously a word-based game. Um, but, yeah, like, it seems to become a bit of a viral sensation as of late, especially after it got bought by the New York Times. Oh, a newspaper boy. That's really crazy. So what you've got... Is it just one word for the entire world? Um, so as far as I was aware, it started out at least as one word. There is a bit of a controversy, actually, at the moment since it got bought by the New York Times. Yeah, so it's on their website, and essentially... You um, are given, I think it's five guesses to guess a, I think it's a five-letter word, I can't remember. Um, and essentially, you'll spell whatever, you just guess a random word. And as long as it's an actual word in the dictionary, it will then basically start showing you the letters in a, in a, the corresponding colour. So, for example, if the word that you're trying to guess is if that letter is not there, it will just be grey. And then if it's a, word, a letter that you have got correct that's in their word, it'll show as either green, meaning it's in the right place in the sequence, or as yellow, meaning that you have got the right letter, it's just in the wrong sequence. And apparently, people are going mad for it. So, you know, that's, that's what COVID's done to us, really, isn't it? It's just, um, yeah, people have gone nuts over this game. So much so that the, uh, the developer, he made a tidy sum, a undisclosed seven-figure sum the New York Times paid. Really? Wow. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I know, it's nuts, That's, eh? that's, that's it, no, to make a... That's a very... Sounds like a very simple game as well. Yeah, well, that's it. It's so, nothing... In terms of... I mean, look, I can't say that I know how to code or anything, but, I, you know, in terms of graphics, there's no real graphics. There's not, like, a lot to it. It is just a grid... And obviously, yep, you know, it's an algorithm in the background where it randomizes a word and you guess away. You guess your little heart out. Hmm. It's mad that it's... I've seen people post it on Facebook. Like, I mean, now... Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think know, that's, that's the main thing, I think, behind it is the, the, the stats part. And I think that was the controversy when it got picked up by the New York Times. There was some sort of... Back, something in the background where the stats weren't matching up. And I think really that's the main reason why people go mental over it is because it's all a bit of a one-upmanship, a bit of one-uppery, oh, uh, if you see. were, which is going to be my right. new app. I'm not sure what it's going to be about yet, but one-uppery coming <laughs> this winter. Or this well, fall, well, I mean, as it were. Uh, uh, um, just say autumn, goddammit. <laughs> Man, just let, let, um, them, let them keep fall. They're aluminum, no, they're aluminum and um, they're herbs. Missing the H. Herbs. <laughs> and the colour without a U. Yeah, well, I mean, it just shows, shows, doesn't it, really? You know? They don't give a shit about you, the Americans. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They pretend to care Selfish about Ukraine, but they just don't. Bricks. They, they, nah, do you nah, know what the Ukraine whole thing is? The whole what up, what up machine. It's like a, a um a real world massive game of Wordle. Yeah, that's what we're seeing. Take that's probably the best context that you could put it in. I'm sure they've probably done that, haven't they? Like how especially local uh, local news love that crap. They're just like, we like to think of it like a cheese board, you know. And uh, <laughs> here we've got some olives. This is Ukraine, and then coming in from the the west is the the prosciutto. Representing the US, uh, yeah, you know, just some stupid analogy like that. They, 
They uh, they really love to make it bite sized, much like the they cheese do. on said cheese board. Quavers. Hashtag Winter Watsits. The jab, tugging at your sleeve like the annoying little kid you wish you never had. <laughs> Welcome with your hosts, Mark and Rob. The jab. <laughs> Well, I mean, what a roller coaster today's episode's been. We've we've really uh, we've really sort of gone through the whole spectrum. Yes, yeah. Thanks for joining us once again for a, a lovely forty five minutes to an hour. Who knows how long this is after editing? Slice of nonsense. And um, oh, and do stay safe because um, I hear that uh, is it Enus, Inus, Penis, one of the storms. They're on their way, aren't they? So. You know, stay safe, everybody. I hope there's no one camping right now because they're all going to get blown away. They're going to get shafted by that storm penis you said about. It's time for me to, to go. Oh, I can see a cow. It's cows flying through the air. It's going. Ah! 